Hey everybody, it's Chris. Uh, this is going to be kind of a throwback show. Um, it's, I don't know if you can hear that, the rain pounding on the roof over here. Uh, but it's a dark and stormy night. And if you've been listening to the podcast for the past couple of months, um, you will know that a couple of months ago, my mother passed away. And we didn't do a show for a week because I was in New Jersey at her funeral. And it has been, uh, I guess, I guess the best way to say it is it's just been extremely hard for the past eight weeks. Um, anybody who has lost a parent will know that, like, suddenly they're not there to talk to and... You know, there's the stages of grief, and I jumped over a couple of those stages, went right to anger. Um, Talking to John every week makes me laugh and kind of takes my mind off of it. And this past weekend was really, really hard for me to the point where I just didn't feel like I could record a show. So... What I wanted to do is go back and play um, an episode that I recorded with my parents a couple of years ago. I was home for Christmas, and I can't remember who I listened to who said, you know, do yourself a favor, get... um, Get, sit down with your parents, get a tape recorder or a digital recorder or whatever the kids are calling it these days, and just talk to your parents. And I did that. And I felt like one of the ways that I could say goodbye is by replaying this. Like I said, Sunday was terrible. Um, It was just one of those days where... I'm just sad all the time and and breaking down and crying and and getting out those emotions and I just I texted John and said I just I can't do it today and I would rather what I would like to do is to replay that episode you guys don't have to listen to it if you don't want I completely understand this is for me this is for my my healing and my peace of mind and I haven't listened to the show since we recorded it so I'm not totally sure what's in the episode other than it's a real candid talk with my parents about me and my mom features heavily in it and so this is my way to say goodbye Um, one of the ways that I'm saying goodbye one of the ways that I can share my experience with everybody and and hopefully not heal because I don't think you ever heal from the hole that is left by the loss of a parent, but at least start me on the path to feeling better about the world and everything that's been going on in my life. And, and so... If you want a good 
chuckle, sit back and relax and listen. If not, I completely understand. This is this is old um I don't want to say old news. But it's an older recording. It was done a couple of years ago and we'll be back next week with John and I'm sure we'll talk about a bunch of nerdy stuff since Comic-Con is coming Comic-Con is happening tomorrow. So, um Stay tuned for the old episode, and until next week, have a good week. Is John on there? No, John's not on. The whole reason we're doing this is because John and I can't do a show. Oh. There's no way to record him while I'm here, so. Okay. Dance, monkey, dance. episode of Dance Monkey Dance. I'm Chris and it's going to be a little different show this week. Um, I'm in New Jersey and John is in Florida and since there's no way to record John, I figured we'd do something a little bit different. So I'm sitting here with my parents and um, I'm going to have a little chat with them. So my my mom, Pat, say hi. Say hi. <laughs> and my dad, Robert, who's been on the show before. Dad? How you doing? <clears throat> so, uh, I don't come home very often. No. So, uh, I don't ever really get a chance to sit down with you guys and, and just, like, shoot the shit about the past or whatever. That's true. So, um, we've had people that write in and ask about me and John when we work together, and since we can't really talk about where he works. Although, if you're paying attention, you know exactly where he works. Um, we also get a lot of questions about what we were like as kids. So, what was it like raising me? Oh, it was a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, he was a good kid. Until the day he ate the bullet. (laughs) (laughs) Until the day he ate the bullet. (laughs) Oh, okay, so how old was I? I was... I was seven-ish. Seven? Yeah, around seven, I guess. Where And where was the place? It was in Pennsylvania? Uh, no. So North uh, Jersey. Oh, what was it called? Wild West City. Wild West City. Wild West City. So there was a place called Wild West City, City in North Jersey, and we went there, and it was like old-timey gunfights, and, um, and I was six or seven, and picked up empty bullet casings, and somehow managed to swallow one. <laughs> I wonder what this tastes like. Uh, yeah, well, you know, six or seven. Yeah. It's it's the early 80s. I don't know what to do. There's not cable or the internet. <laughs> oh, gee. No. <laughs> so, you know, in went the bullet. And my dad took me to the emergency room where they promptly asked him what was the matter. And they said, oh, we swallowed a bullet. In which case, everybody backed away. <laughs> like it was a live bullet. As if it was going to go off. And come out of my ass or whatever. <laughs> and then they promptly said it would pass. And After they took an x-ray. <clears throat> and there it was. And there it was. 
Now, healthcare not being the same as it was was like, like now if they take an X-ray, it's like big money. Was that like a? No, big thing that was then? like twenty-five dollars. <laughs> no, I mean we we had health insurance. It's not, it's not like we had to pay for it. But, no. Uh, but uh, it, even well, I think of all the tests today, X-rays are probably the cheapest. Yeah. MRIs and CAT scans are real pricey. But, but other than that, I was a good kid. Um, no, there no. was the time you, <laughs> you handcuffed yourself to the chair. <laughs> I was expecting a lot of people the following day. Yeah. Busy cooking, you know, that kind of thing. And you take, I'm you're trying, in your room. I was trying to perfect a magic trick. <laughs> uh, 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 sitting on a, a folding chair. I and took the took the um, handcuffs. handcuffs and promptly <laughs> handcuffed himself to the chair and then he threw away the the key. Yeah. The yeah. only key. <laughs> so <laughs> I could have killed him. But his father bailed him out. <laughs> As always. Yes. So, so the way this worked was, Dad, you were a professional firefighter growing up, and you worked in a city that's 65 miles from here. Yeah. So you would spend a lot of time up there. Yes. Like, it was, what was it, like three days on, four days off, four days on, three days off, something like that? Well, our schedules were what are commonly known as 10s and 14s, 10-hour days, 14-hour nights. So if I went up for a 10-hour day, I would work two 10-hour days in a row, and the 14 hours in between, I'd spend at my mother's, your grandmother's. Right. So I was gone for two full days, basically. So the, I, And then I'd come back home. The threat was always wait until your father comes home. Yeah. Or I'm going to hang myself. Which <laughs> which was which was a threat, because like poor dad would come home and then get unloaded on with all the stuff yeah. that... You know what he did? Me and the, the my two sisters did. <laughs> but it was mostly me. But the fun part was his sisters, his oldest sister <laughs> in particular, <laughs> she would call. That, that was when we had uh, phones that were from <laughs> the dinosaur age. <laughs> and they had long, long, long cords that you could move the phone, and then it long, long, long cords from the phone to the so way receiver. So, way before cord cordless phones. Yes. Oh, yeah. And Holy shit, we're old. <laughs> she, she took it outside, and the car was running. Her, she was, <laughs> it's her car. And it was running, and she, she says, Dad, yeah, he's in a firehouse. 65 miles away. Dad, he goes, yeah. She goes, I'm going to hold this phone under the car. <laughs> Could you tell me what's <laughs> wrong with it? Could you tell me what's wrong with it? So he, of course, promptly gets totally out of shape. <laughs> and I said, you know, I mean, I thought that was, she wanted to know if she could drive it. And obviously. Well, still, but you can't tell over the phone. Well, that's your father's. You know that way. I I had I figured he could tell. 
like phone reception sucks now in the 21st century. <laughs> That's true. Back in the 80s, come on. Yeah. And wasn't there a thing, Dad, like if the phone rang after a certain time at night, you knew it was Mom? I knew it was, well, no, not necessarily, no. but... We, um, yeah, they often it was there was There was times in the firehouse, a lot of the wives called, and judging by the hour that it was, you know, you know whose wife was calling. <laughs> Certain certain wives called at a certain hour all the time, but your mother's phone calls come in at all hours of the day and night. Were you the only one that that did that kind of commute? No, no, no. no we there was because it seemed like the core group of firefighters and the families that we hung out with all lived up in the city. Oh, a lot of of them did. Yeah, the, well, the Myers did. They did originally, but they moved down here. Right. Uh, the Mulligans moved to Florham Park, and Frank and Eileen stayed in Corny until oh, well into the nineties. But right. Uh, no, there was pl- there was plenty of guys who commuted. Oh, okay. I don't know how many, but uh, <laughs> I'd say probably probably a third of the department, you know, didn't live w- within the bounds of the town just the way it was but. okay so you guys <clears throat> have were born and raised and have lived in new jersey your whole lives yes right yeah with the exception of dad who did a couple years in the navy right correct you've both lived here especially in this house since well, well we for, yeah. we've for been 40 we've years been in this house longer than we were ever in carney yeah i mean we yeah i would say we're married 45 years, and we bought this house the year before I was three born. Three years into it, so yeah, we've been here 43 years, just about 40. Wow, going on 43. It's years. a long time. So, how do you guys feel as as people who have never left your state or lived outside your state to have three kids that don't live in the same state? Abandoned. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I, I, thanks to you guys, we've done a lot of traveling. Um, uh, Michelle only lives in Pennsylvania, which is a hop, skip, and a jump compared to To North Carolina and South Carolina. Yeah. But, um. But it's, I mean. I don't know. I'm used to it now. Yeah. I mean, there were times, and you know this. That I'd come to Florida when you were down there and cry uncontrollably. Why? <laughs> when we were ready to leave. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's time to go home. I don't want to go home. And <laughs> when Michelle lived in Madison, Wisconsin, same thing. You know, I missed you guys like crazy. But I don't know. About five in, hours into it, I was over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you, do you think it's weird for kids to move away now? Or do you think it's like the norm? Oh, I, 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 I think, think it's more the norm. I think it's pretty common. Yeah. Um, in, in our, in our m- grandparents' day, your grandparents. No, not My your great-grandparents. Yeah, great-grandparents. They... It was, you, there was a core family that lived, 
within a couple of streets of each other and got together every Sunday for dinner. Yeah. And you were expected. I mean, I've never family. had that. So. You know, I don't expect anything. <laughs> I mean, you showed up on my doorstep. I was totally... Remember when you came uh, home surprise, with the surprise. dog? Oh, when I surprised you that day? Yeah. Oh, my God. I was so... You know, I was... Because you said... God kept saying, don't you think you could come home? And you said, Mom, I just can't. I can't get any time off. Now open your front door. <laughs> so then you called me back and said, Mom, remember when I told you I couldn't come home? Answer the door. <laughs> Ding dong. <laughs> so, oh my God, noise. <laughs> that, was the, that was the other year that you were home. All of you, together. Yeah, it's very rare that the whole family's ever together at the same time. And th yeah, and I miss that. And I think I think I I moved to Florida in 1998. Um and I don't think I came home for Christmas no, until 2009. It wow. was it was over yeah. a decade. Yeah. Before I was home for Christmas. And that was the year that we surprised you. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I don't get home very often. Um, but fortunately, we have a great relationship. And and if anybody ever wants to know where I get my sense of humor from, it's definitely my mother. <laughs> um, there was a rule growing up that if I could make my mother laugh at the dinner table, my dad couldn't yell at me. That's true. And uh, You had this thing, like <laughs> you, you couldn't laugh at the dinner table. And every time dad got hurt, your mother would laugh. <laughs> Oh, that was funny. Well, not at the dinner table, though. <laughs> no, but there was no reason why children shouldn't laugh at the dinner table, except you got three maniacs that are that are all laughing at the same time. Yeah. He just you wanted to eat in some peace and quiet. That's all you had to do was say, "Don't laugh," and that was the <laughs> signal to laugh. Yeah. And I I distinctly remember being sent to our rooms because we wouldn't listen. And then, because our rooms were right next to each other, we sat in the doorway and continued to laugh. And plotted. <laughs> All right, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, Mom, can we come back now? So then I'd hear, Mom, can we come back now? And your father would say, as long as you can behave. And you'd come out, walk in, heads down. <laughs> And you'd sit down, and I wasn't looking. I had my head down because I didn't want to see. I didn't want to see you start laughing. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but that only lasted like three minutes. And I'd look at you, and you'd burst out laughing, and I'd go, "It's my fault! It's my fault!" <laughs> Dad has definitely listened up since retirement. Yes, he has. Yes, yeah, so I he's guess no I longer the strict one. <laughs> No, I'm the go with the go with the flow one. Now. He is. Just ask Dad. Right. We have a we have that twat tattooed on his forehead. Yes, <laughs> Daddy won't mind. Daddy won't mind. <laughs> so, um, out of out of your three kids, uh -oh. Uh -oh. I have probably the most unlikely career path 
of your three kids. Unlikely? Yes. There is nobody else in the family that has a semi-creative job. No. No. Um, And I don't know where it comes from. I don't know where my love of movies comes from. I don't know where my love of science fiction comes from because you I guys... don't either. Well, when I was when I was young, I I loved science fiction. No, okay. Well, then maybe that's where that comes. Yeah, from. I mean, I, I I mean, I distinctly remember you taking me to see Star Wars and all those movies. But there was a stretch where you guys never went to the movies. Yeah, you're right. And my my love of film has always kind of been there. Yeah. Um. So this is your one chance to tell me whether or not I was adopted. No, you were no, not adopted. I'm not adopted. No. no, you're not adopted. <laughs> no. How do how well, okay. How do I how do I put this? Um Were either of you ever disappointed with where I went in my life as far as like careers? Not at all. Or jobs or anything like that? No. Not at all. No. I believe you followed your heart. Mm-hmm. And I believe that... As long as, you, as long as you did what you wanted to do. The hard knocks that you came across yeah. was... How do I put this? Um, was a learning curve. Because I always kind <clears> of <throat> felt... Because there was at one point where I was planning on going into the Navy... And then there was talk of me becoming an electrician and kind of following in dad's footsteps. And then I didn't. And then I took this really right turn and wanted to go to learn how to do all the video and film stuff and all that kind of stuff. Was there ever, like, a disappointment about that? Not from me. No. No? No, because I wanted you to do what you chose. Yeah, I mean, what if you good come is... As, you know, if you'd have come to me and said, I want to be an electrician, or I want to be a fireman, or... What, I would have said, great. <clears throat> I, let's see what we can do to get you there. You you, you, you tried different things in that, and uh, you wanted to do what you do what you do now. Okay. And that's that's fine. That's good enough for us. As long us. as you're happy. Okay, I mean, I just, I just always felt that maybe there was... No. A little disappointment that I didn't... No. No. ...go down that path. Okay. I'm just, I'm just asking. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. No, no, I mean, you know, that again, if you're happy, we're happy. And I always felt, too, like, <clears throat> I, I always felt like you guys never fully understood what I did for a long time. You mean down in... That's all right, I'll bleep that out if I remember. <laughs> I have to bleep that out. Uh, um, <laughs> so, like, so when I worked in Florida, um, <laughs> it was never a thing where you could see what I did, because a lot of it was behind the scenes. A lot of it was right. Any yeah. of the video stuff that I did do w- wound up never being able to be seen by the public. Right. Um, and there was always like, like. I remember conversations with you guys where you guys would be like, well, maybe you should go, like, fix computers for a living. Like, well, you're real because you were really good at that. <clears throat> but I kind of feel like it wasn't until I worked in Arkansas where you, it clicked for you guys as to what 
I really did. That was yeah. I was uh, yeah because I think you were doing, I think you were doing a few things in Florida. Yeah. You weren't doing just one thing. Yeah. So it was a little hard to grasp exactly what you were doing at any given time. You know, they had you doing this and that and this, and then when you went to Arkansas, you were doing pretty much what you wanted to do. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and it was easy to see. I mean. But, I mean, if 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 I was if I was disappointed. <laughs> uh, no. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> I never was disappointed. But if I was, it got all covered over the first time I said, my son was... There's another... Oh, how do I mark this so I know where to cut it out? You're going to have to play it back. I'm oh, sorry, Jesus. I'm sorry. Okay. It's fine, it's fine. Well, I mean, it doesn't... There. Okay, look, it doesn't matter to me. It's It's the thing with John. Like yeah, no, you don't want to. Like John has a career there. And yeah, you can't really. No, you don't want to have to. He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to. <laughs> Are you holding us? He's. Am I holding you? Uh, yeah. What? Are you? Are you? He's gonna be honing his his. Are we holding? Audio co uh, editing skills for it. Very. Yeah. Okay. Like, are you... We're still going. Oh, we are. I haven't stopped. Oh, okay. No, no. No. All right, let's get back on the subject. It's a non-stop <laughs> performance. Right? <laughs> this is one take. This is We don't stop. Yeah, there's oh, nothing. There's okay. No, there's no take, though. No. Okay. I've always been proud of him. Okay. I don't know. It's just one of those things that you wonder. Yeah. Mm. I, I know. I know. We all want to please our parents. Um... I don't, but I'm not of the opinion that that that's all you should do is please your parents. No, you have to please yourself. No, and that's I mean, I've always taken the thing of I want to do what I do, I want to make videos, I want to edit, right, and made no bones about like nothing ever stopped me, not where I lived, not whatever the opportunity was, we picked up you and we took went it, right. And even even now, like, even though Arkansas was a terrible experience, what came out of that and where I work now, just, you know, there was nothing that was going to stop me from right. continuing. Like, I've never said, well, okay, that job's over, maybe I should go do something else. Like, that never, never ever crossed my mind. It was, how do I get back to... Yeah, a company that actually and that was makes pretty. Video. That was pretty gutsy because you had a family. At that point, yeah, uh, you know, it's not like when I moved to Florida and I just picked up and I left. And right, I was like all right, see you guys later. Right, <clears throat> I think I'll find a job. <laughs> <laughs> they say they're hiring. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, as soon as we put that timing belt in your truck, <laughs> yep. Doing that you left? Yep, we did that, and then uh, put it on a on a the um, what do I call it? The auto train. The auto train. Yeah. A loaded for bear. <clears throat> loaded with as much stuff as I could carry. Found an apartment, and then thanks to Bill, and who I, I just with it, got rid of the last vestige <laughs> of his youth in the attic. So Look, I, all right, to be fair, react. I didn't even know that stuff was in there. I thought it was all gone. Where did you think it was? 
I thought uh, I just had thrown out that stuff. To be no. quite honest, you wouldn't have thrown that. I out. mean, I walked. I I went up there and I was like, "Holy shit, that survived almost <laughs> al- almost twenty, 20 years. years up in the attic without melting." More Holy than that, shit. twenty. What else did you find besides the? Uh, there was a couple things up there that were uh, that were stuffed animals that I don't remember ever owning. Um, I mean, they're all like dirty and looked like things that crawled on them. Or well, whatever. you know what that is? Well, well, <laughs> That's great. Well, that, well, that granular grit is from when they re-roofed the house. Oh, uh, okay. That stuff gets in. It's just there's nothing you can do about it. I didn't even know that was back there. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it was it like going through that. I there was like an old like portable television up there. Yeah. That I don't remember. That was your grandmother McCullough's. Okay. She had that in her kitchen table on Elm Street. And when she died, I guess I inherited that. And it's, we used it for a very short period of time, but I don't know where. I don't know if you ended up with it in your room or where it was, but I remember it. I mean, she had that on her kitchen table. She used to she used to turn it on. I mean, it had to be something because it had a one of those like kids. If you remember the '80s and like video game consoles, you'd have to have the special thing that hooked onto the back of it. That you would slide the switch from TV to video game console. Yeah. It's got one of those on the back. Does it? Yeah. It's basically that's basically an AB switch. Is what it is. <clears throat> yeah. 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 So it's got one of those on the back. So I don't know what we used it for. You're probably playing games on it. Maybe you I used it. So small. Nintendo or something. No. Did, did, did the original Nintendo? Because I carried the the original TV that you guys got for us that one Christmas. It was an Emerson. And. I carried that with me to Florida because that was the the TV in my bedroom for until it died. Right. So we didn't. It wasn't in my room. I don't know what we used it for, but hmm. I don't know. Did don't you? Because I remember you doing what was it? The Borg. The Borg. The what? The Borg. The Borg. From the cyborg Borg. From the. That's from, Star- from, that's from, from, from Star Trek. From Star Trek. What are you talking about? Oh, you mean the the video I did? Yeah. That wasn't. That had nothing to do with no? that. No. Okay. No, that was just editing scenes from a movie together. Oh, I was so proud. <laughs> you were proud when I worked at the movie theater, I was. and you would r- drive past and say, "My son put up all the names on that marquee." I said, "See that marquee, Lane? <laughs> My son did that." <laughs> See that candy case door he dropped on his foot? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> the, the night my toe exploded. Oh. <laughs> oh, good times. Yeah, that was, uh, you had a pretty sore foot there. Yeah, I've that putting the candy case thing door on and it slipped off and landed square on my toe and I took my shoe off and I was wearing a red sock and I was like, holy crap. <laughs> Then it's I not supposed to, to be red. Then I had to chase the theater for about three months to get them to pay the hospital bill. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah, the bills kept coming to me. Uh. <laughs> the bills kept coming to me, and they, they wanted to know when they were getting paid. I said, wait a minute, time out. I'd have to take them to the theater, and they'd say, okay, we'll submit them. And I'd get another bill. Finally, I went down there and screamed at somebody, and that was the end of it. <laughs> ah, childhood. Yep. Oh, yes. I forget who the manager But one thing I have to say, you kids worked. 
from the time you were 16 when you could no, right? from from when we were allowed 15. to have working papers which was 16 yeah okay you got out you all had a job yeah, we right. helped you buy your car you paid the insurance mhm mm no uh, no no other way around no other way around they 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 basically bought their cars and I paid the insurance until it got until we had five cars sitting out there <laughs> and the insurance was killing me. <laughs> and my first car was a yellow Datsun five ten. Yep, what a beast that was. Yep, <laughs> I just about made it. But I remember it being going down to the scrapyard. Was that the car? That was so funny. That was the car that the. That the muffler blew up on, right? Probably. And I had to go to. I, I was driving to work, and all of a sudden, like the car wasn't driving right. I pull in. I pull into the movie theater, and people are pointing at my car. I'm like, "What?" And they're like, "Your car's on fire." <laughs> and I had, like they had called me into work because it was raining, and like raining in the summer in at a movie theater means there's huge long lines. And I got yelled at because I had to go put my car out. Instead of helping behind the concession oh, stand. Jeez. <laughs> My car's on fire. Be back in a minute. That's okay. We'll just let it burn. Did you have the fire department respond? They wound up coming, yeah. And they looked at it and they were like, yeah, it's it's fine. I'm like, all right, thanks. <laughs> and then that was the car we took to the junkyard. You got it running. It just about made it. And it they pulled it over the line after they paid you and installed the and they never got it started again. Nope. Ah, oh, good times. And Diana and I are standing in the street watching you two go down, leave to go to the junkyard. And we were hysterical. <laughs> we thought that was the funniest yeah, thing. Yeah, went up the street backfiring and spitting and sputtering. And um, it was making a horrendous noise. Well, and I mean, to be fair, the first car you ever own, you probably drive harder. <laughs> Than most because you you know seventeen year old dumb kid yeah yeah you know driving harder than he should yes you know hitting bumps harder than you know normal Diana wound up on the on the median in the you know in Point Pleasant where they have that that triangle triangle shaped thing where her car was up on that <laughs> wasn't it. I don't know. This is news to me. <laughs> oh, maybe you weren't supposed to know. No, I was probably up in the firehouse. Well, we didn't call you for the bad stuff. No, I know. You never did. <coughs> did I'd, fi I'd find out when I got home. Did I ever tell you guys the story about me getting my... <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid to hear this. Getting my car stuck down at the, at the um, marina? No. Marina. The marina that I worked at when I was 16. Up, up the end of Saliac Road? Yeah. Um, I don't remember who I was with. I think it was Amy, the girl I dated. Right. And for some reason we were up there. <laughs> I, I think I was showing her, like, we were talking about where we worked or something. And we were out on a date or whatever. So I took her up there. And I backed up over like a like a... T like a telephone pole log yeah and oh. was going fast enough to get stuck up on the log so 
I called the cops and I said, hey, I'm stuck. Could you come down here? I'm at the marina so because I think you were at the firehouse and I wasn't going to call her. So the cop showed up and he was like, well, I'm not pushing you off the, the, the thing. And I was like, but you got push bars on the front of your car. Like, just nudge it. Like, he could get up to behind the car and just nudge it off. Yeah. Like, it wasn't that far over. And he refused to do it, so we had to call Amy's father. And he came up and he pushed us with his truck. And turned to the cop and said, what the hell are you doing? Why didn't you just push him off? And I was like, holy crap. Wow. <laughs> Check for damage, no damage. All right, I can tell my parents. Uh, I don't have any damage. I won't bother them with this. That's, like I said, we only called our parents when we needed something. Well, you know, hey. I would have loved hearing that phone call. <laughs> and, you know, that was that was before cell phones and stuff, so I had to go to somebody's house and, like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, knock on the door and say, hey... My car's stuck. Could you call? Can we call? Can Can I use your phone? And she, and the woman at the door was like, no. Because at the time, I had long hair. Oh. I dressed in a leather jacket and looked like a little punk. Yeah. So, of course, they're not going to let me in their house. So, she's like, no, you can't use my phone. I was like, all right, could you call the cops in? And she was like, like she, oh, give me the stink eye. I'm like, I'm not asking you to call a drug dealer. I'm asking you to call a goddamn <laughs> cop. Just go in there and dial, well, not 911, but dial the police department and say, hey, there's a kid stuck, come down here. Yeah. And finally, they, I guess she did it, and she they wound up showing up. Oh, I wow. did that a couple times. You remember the time I got stuck at the intersection coming home from work? Um, I don't remember what intersection that is. But, like, I rolled through the light and the car died. And I had to walk up to the house and knock on the door and say, could you call my father? And you came out, and then you got on your shortwave radio and had them call a tow truck. You probably don't remember any of I don't remember. Where were we? We were right up. And you're coming down, I guess that's 88? From where the movie theater used to be? Yeah. Yeah. And you go, you make that... Instead of going that way, you go straight. Burrsville Road. Burrsville Road. Yeah. It's, it was right after that light at Burrsville Road. By where, the, I guess, the power station is? Isn't there like a little power station oh, in that corner? Oh, yeah. Uh, Burrsville and yeah. Jack Martin. Yeah. It was right there. That's where the car died. And you came and you looked at the car and you couldn't get it started. And you happened to have your ham radio in your truck. And you called, you found somebody who was right, so willing to call. It had to be in the 90s. Yeah, because I was I was working at the movie theater. Yeah, I was like ninety two, ninety three. Yeah, it was probably shortly after I got my ham license. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh good times. <laughs> yeah, I probably got on, on on one of the repeater channels and had some. Yeah, I kind of, now that you say it, I kind of it sounds does ring a bell. But I must have got a hold of somebody and asked them to call the police. At least I kept you guys entertained. Oh yes. I mean, yes, that you did. There's always something, right? That's right. Because if it wasn't but just me, it was kid. it was me and the two guys on the block causing uh, trouble. Not yet. Or those epic summer um, firefighter parties where they would all show up and 
the kids would go out and all get in trouble? Oh, yeah. But the kids. Chris. <laughs> and. Jimmy. Jimmy and Frankie, right? Frankie. Who's the other one? Brian. 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 Yep. Yep. I threw sneakers over the the line. No, we dropped we dropped the oh, newspaper dropped on a car. <laughs> and scared the crap out of the guy so, who was driving. So we got this idea to because, <coughs> you know, they would throw those free newspapers <coughs> on everybody's front lawn. And somebody had fishing string. So we decided to throw it up over the the telephone wires that that uh went between like from one side of the street to the other, and then set it up so I don't know how we figured out the physics of this, but figured out that if a car hit the line at a certain point, it would fall on the car so we could hide <laughs> and set it up. And the car came through and popped the line, and down it came, and they slammed on the brakes because they thought they hit something. <laughs> and it was one of the few times where the adults had been drinking just enough to where. It wasn't they, their kids. They came well. out and they were like, uh, "We r- remember the car driving away and hearing the parents say, well, that's kind of clever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then they kind of walked up on the front lawn and said, all right, you guys can come out now. And we all came out from the bushes and I think it was dad who was like, all right, who did it? And we all just kind of stood there going, wasn't me. <laughs> I think Brian was like, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> there was any, ever any doubt. It wasn't my son. <laughs> he would never do that. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh. How about the time we were at the, we went on a vacation to the, <laughs> to the, uh, um, the dude ranch? Dude ranch. And I fell off the horse? Yeah. <laughs> the, because the saddle the wasn't... The kids watched wasn't, the saddle go... Wasn't tight enough. Underneath <clears> the and horse. And they said... And of course, we'd, we'd all go horseback riding every morning, and everybody would go, let's gallop! Let's gallop! So we start galloping, and all of a sudden, I start going off to the side. And <laughs> if your feet are in the stirrups, and you're holding on to the reins, there's nothing you can really do. No. Except hold on until you hit the ground. That's true. And that's exactly what happened. Oh my God, Mrs. Hainer, Chris fell off the horse. <laughs> what? But weren't they like, wasn't the dude ranch like concerned, like majorly whether you were going to like... I honestly don't remember. Hold them responsible? I honestly don't remember. <clears throat> I remember that happening, but I don't know how far the dude ranch even got involved. Because that, that was, was another case time. too. At the dude ranch, they had a firing range. And um, you guys, all the all the adults were firing like Uzis and stuff or something, and we went up to the, the to the gun range when nobody was there, and picked up shells, and then you and Frank sat there. It was me and Jimmy, and you and Frank were like, "Well, what'd you guys take?" And you were going through them, and there were like unfired rounds, oh, and geez. you guys were pitching them into the lake, going, "Yeah, you guys can't take." This. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you came out in one piece. Well, survival of the fittest. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was That's a right. kid, 
Nobody put helmets on their kids. No. And the dude that swallowed the quarter in class didn't grow up to have a family of his own. <laughs> you just, you know, it was survival of the fittest. That's true. <laughs> and if you had some people looking out for you, like you guys, then we made it. <laughs> I still remember. <laughs> you you on, on your belly, rolling around the floor in my... Uh, it was almost Christmas time. And you're rolling around on the floor. Next thing I know, you're looking under the dust ruffle at all the Christmas presents <laughs> I just bought. Well, why'd you hide them under a dust ruffle? Well, they were under the bed. They were you hiding weren't supposed to look under the dust ruffle. They were hiding ruffle. out for Christmas. You, got, you guys have to be smarter than that. Come on. Why? You were still too young. <laughs> and what did you say? Oh, I lied my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> I can't uh -oh. remember. Oh, time flies. Yeah. There was a time that you hurt your back and I lit the uh, toaster on fire with the Pop-Tart. And you had to yes. climb out of bed with a with your back hurt. My yeah. back was completely out. <laughs> Did the Quasimodo walk? <laughs> you son of a bitch! Yeah. What are you guys <laughs> doing? She burned a house down! Yeah. I smell smoke. <laughs> and I get up out of bed, and I'm going, what are you doing? Nothing. Nothing. Well, that's a sure sign that you're doing something. Why are the smoke detectors going off? <laughs> no, they weren't. No, a good thing. Well, come on, think of the parenting of, like, you let us have Pop-Tarts for dinner. Oh, so, you weren't eating that for dinner. So, that was breakfast. So, you know, the, the blame really is on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh. Are the days of scrambled eggs for dinner? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Western omelet? <laughs> the old Western omelet. <clears throat> and every Friday was... A lot of people still do that. Steakums. Oh, steakums. Steakums. No wonder I'm fat. <laughs> You're not fat. <laughs> Pop tarts and steakums. <laughs> now you know the secret, kids. <laughs> no, you're not fat. Oh, okay. I'm healthily chunky. <laughs> healthily? <laughs> Look, I'm in shape. Round is a shape. That's right. It all works. Uh, Do you have any fond memories of me, Dad? Uh, not that I'm going to remember. You you kind of <laughs> wiped them out. You remember more than I do. <laughs> well, you were fond memories. Hmm. You weren't here for yeah, some of those well, fond memories. Those, yeah, some of them I was up in the firehouse. <laughs> fond memories. No. Uh, well, I remember one time getting a phone call in the firehouse. <laughs> Uh, that you're, of course, it was your mother saying, well, at least I think this was the time. I mean, you, Chris and I just come back from Bradley's, and guess what happened? <laughs> oh, no, that was James Way. James Way, well, wherever it was. I James wasn't going to bring that one up, because uh. I thought that might be a little... <laughs> All right, so, so Chris the story got in a little is, trouble there. So, so the story is that, as a kid, I didn't know any better, and I shoplifted something. Well, 
actually he his friend taught him how to shoplift. Well, whatever. And uh, it still comes down on me. I well, was stupid. I was stupid enough to do it. It did. And got but caught. You have to. You have to lead up to it <laughs> from my perspective. You, when you we used to go into these stores, you used to say, "Can I go look at the toys?" Right. And I'd say, "Yeah." I didn't have any reason not to trust you, so I, Diana and I are the, your your oldest sister. We're looking at women's clothes or something, and she's all of a sudden we hear, Mrs. Hayner, would you please report to customer service? And I'm like, where's Chris? What did he do? <laughs> So, the next, the next thing I know, I, I'm I'm escorted back to the safe to, uh, to the, the security place, security <clears throat> prevention, loss prevention, loss prevention, and he's hysterical. They were going to take him to jail. He was only, I don't know, it was probably somewhere between the bullet and <laughs> a, a couple other things, Seven. but. Maybe. He was only, uh, yeah, because I had just started working full time, of course. Um, <laughs> so, and then, of course, I blame myself. I'm working full time. That's why it happened. So, now they got me in tears. <laughs> because, and when you laid it out on the desk, it was, it was the, the, it was stupid. Penny stuff. Like, yeah. I'm not saying it was, it was, it was maybe 50 cents. It wasn't three cents, but it was, you know, and it was a couple of pieces of crap toy. Right. And, um, you know, I was just mortified. <laughs> You're not raising a hoodle, am I? I got in the car and screamed. On the top of my lungs, the entire trip home, without seatbelts because there was no seatbelts. So I was able to reach back and beat the shit out of him <laughs> at every as I drove. At every <laughs> you son of a bitch! Wait until your father hears about this. <laughs> but it was. Uh, I, and I don't think, like remembering that time, I don't think I was ever more scared for Dad to come home. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it was... You were bad enough, but he was like the well, real threat. Well, he was the threat. Well, yeah, I mean, you used him as a threat all the time. Wait until he comes home. Yep. Just wait. Wait until your father hears about this. <laughs> yep. Just wait. It's like the old Bill Cosby thing. He's going to come home and shoot you in the face with a bazooka. Or <laughs> the time I was in a firehouse... Bobby? Yeah. What's the matter now? Chris put a scissor in his eye. Oh, oh yeah. Geez. Time I dropped a scissor in my eye in first grade. another one. Oh, yeah. First grade. He what? First grade. He put a scissor in his eye, but he's all right. Dropped the scissor in my eye, bent over to get something up off the floor. And damn hand, hand hit it off the desk, and I looked up at the same time. And, and it boom, cut, right in my cut eye. Cut your cornea. Yep. And that was a couple of days of... Non-stuff. Which I'm sure affects my vision in some way. But 
I guess I I see past it now. Yeah, you're you're probably. You ever had an eye exam? Not recently. No, oh, but you've had yeah, I've had one. In the past, yeah. By a by a ophthalmologist or a somebody who knew they were talking. <laughs> no, probably not. No. I mean, no. they can tell if there's any marks or whatever. They they can. They said the there'd be a scar. Well, I mean, I don't. I mean, my vision is pretty normal, so. Yeah. Well, you can get used to anything. For some reason, I remember for that experience not opening my other eye for, like, days. Like, keeping both eyes shut for whatever really? reason. Really? Keeping yeah. both eyes shut? Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember laying in your bed, and Dad, I think Dad brought me, a like, a transistor radio. Right. And I remember and not girls, seeing it for a be- while. I think they told us to cover both eyes. Maybe. So he didn't strain the other one or something. That's possible. <laughs> Who was that, Dr. Schlisserman? Yeah. The quack medicine now? Yeah. The old <laughs> Schliss. <laughs> Back in the 80s, they didn't know what they were talking about. Yeah, no. It's not like today. Ah, <laughs> uh, good times. Yes. Oh, uh, anything else? Any other stories? I think I covered uh, all but the one. (laughs) Yeah, we're not going to bring up the other one. That's (laughs) great, thanks. (laughs) That's locked in the vault. That's locked, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) All right, well, um, we're at almost an hour, so. Okay. Um. It's so, my pleasure. So, being that this is the last show for 2014. Oh, yeah. Um, we're almost coming up on show 200. And we're going to try to get a whole bunch of people back for show 200. Um, I don't know what we're going to do yet. but um, Yeah, I don't think John ever can thought that when I said, Hey, you want to do a podcast? We'd ever hit 200. I don't think he'd ever thought we'd hit 10. Like, he thought at some point I'd just be like, you know what, we shouldn't do this anymore. Yeah, but, right. <laughs> you know, whatever. When you build an audience and, like, they keep coming back week after week, you're oh, like, well, shit, wonderful. we should keep doing them. Um, so, uh, John will be back next week. Um, Everybody's clapping out there. Yay. Oh, stop. John will be back. John will be back. <laughs> hey, congratulations, John. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't listen to the ones he's not on, so. Oh, oh. Nice. <sighs> yeah, I'll, I'll like next week when I talk to him, he won't even be like, "Did you do a show <laughs> last week? Did we miss a week?" You know, no. It's always up to me to fill the time somehow. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> so uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at info at dancemonkeypodcast dot com. You can follow us on Twitter, listen to us on Stitcher. You can download the podcast app on your iPhone. A matter of fact, it might even be standard on ios 8 now and just hit subscribe and every time we put up a new one it'll automatically download and you can listen to us to wherever so let us know you're listening until next week this is chris this is patty this is bob have a good week <laughs>